So a good couple of years ago, it must be 10 years ago now, uh, I was in Mitchellstown, where I worked for a while, and I was heading over to one of the evening masses on the Saturday, and as I was heading into the church, I could hear the wonderful musical rumble of a two-cylinder Harley Davidson um, just pulling up, making an awful racket, uh, and and I saw the, the, the rider then back the Harley into, into his parking space, and I was wondering if he was just using the church grounds as a car park and then heading off down to, I don't know, beat people up or whatever Harley, Harley riders do. So lo and behold, then he parks up the bike and makes his way into the church. And this was around the time of uh, the new translation in English. So I was checking to see, was he a regular mass attender? Because if you say that I'll be with you and they say, and also with you, you know, ha, you don't go to mass very regularly. Whereas if you say I'll be with you and they say, and with your spirit, mm, okay, the new translation, right? You're a regular. So he did, he did actually uh, have the new translation. So I thought, okay, he's a regular, more or less. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I'm not very judgmental. I'm just, I'm observant, you know, I'm just, and statistically speaking, like I, we don't have too many Harley riders at mass, like, so, okay. Uh, so uh, celebrate mass, after mass, and I said, I have to meet this guy. So I went to the church, went to the, the sacristy, divested as quick as I could. I went to the sacristy, and there he was talking to the most pious lady in the whole parish who runs the flower committee and the Legion of Mary and the Extraordinary Minister of the Eucharist and the Adoration Committee and the fundraising for the new roof and the fundraising for the boiler and, you know, like the woman who's involved in all of those things. He's talking to her. And I thought, this is just this is such a paradox. Like, So I, I kind of squeezed my way uh, into the conversation. Good evening. Uh, and, um, and I introduced myself and uh, I said, it's great to see you at Mass. Great to see you, Mass. You're not from around here, are you? And he said, no, I'm not. I'm not from Care. And I said, fantastic, fantastic. But you're, you're, you're very welcome. You're very welcome. Um, I said, you know, uh, can I ask, when, how, how did you get into the whole faith thing? Uh, and he said, well, I wasn't always into the, into the faith. I said, really? <laughs> really? He said, no, no, I wasn't really into the whole faith thing for a long time. Um, but uh, my wife was, was, well, she was diagnosed with, with, uh, with cancer there uh, a couple of years back. So because of that, then uh, we started going to prayer groups and we started going to Medjugorje and she's going to Fatima shortly. Uh, and yeah, so we've really just discovered the faith because of my wife's illness. And I said, so, sorry, I, I said, I, I don't actually hear any kind of anger towards God in your voice at all and he said no 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 no." he said we have a little girl and uh, because of my wife's diagnosis we've had to learn what it means to be faithful we've had to learn who God is and we've had to bring him into our lives because without my wife's diagnosis we were living a life completely without God and our daughter would have grown up without faith and then he just added these just, just stunning words. Like he said, my wife actually thanks God for her cancer. Because without it, our child would grow up not knowing God. My wife thanks God for her cancer. And I remember just kind of standing there, just gobsmacked. Like, because I mean, I know in theory, in theory, we're supposed to thank God for whatever crosses come our way and the difficulties and the, and the whatever problems... 
we encounter, we're supposed to say, you know, Lord, I, I trust you and I believe in you and I, I thank you. But when you hear someone actually do that in practice, when they actually live that, there's something, like, <laughs> there's something so humbling about it. You think, you know, maybe I shouldn't preach tomorrow. Tell you what, you can. <laughs> you know, I mean, you're living this, like. You're living what we're talking about, this, this, this selfless uh, offering of, of, of our lives to God. That's what you're living. So I got to meet his wife, Veronica, and uh, yeah, he was just, she was a, a, just, a, just a, such a wonderful lady. Uh, and then what, it must have been two years after that, I was with her when she died here in Clonmel. And she died knowing the Lord. And she was, a, she was a wonderful woman to talk to because um, she was so new in the faith. She still had, she still had such, such awe, you know, such surprise. Everything was wonder, you know, that was full of such kind of excitement about the faith. Because I remember praying with her, like, and she'd say, Our Father, who art in Father. Imagine actually calling God your Father. Imagine, like, we can actually call the Creator of everything our Father who art in heaven hello heaven it took a long time to pray a rosary with Veronica took a long time took a long time but she kind of she was just full of such surprise and awe and wonder it was just fantastic like they taught me an awful lot Last night, the reason I'm saying this is last night we watched a movie called Heaven is for Real. It's, it's an average movie, but there was, there was one line which really struck me. Uh, so the, the, the pastor, the, the father of the, the, the boy who has this near-death experience and sees heaven, uh, he said that when he became a pastor, he was given some advice where someone said to him, you'll have good days and you'll have bad days, but often you won't be able to tell the difference. You'll have good days and you'll have bad days, but often you won't be able to tell the difference. I just thought, wow, I like that. I like that. Because, like, I have people who in this moment, as we speak, uh, are debating whether they're going to drink and numb their pain or face it. Like, as we, in this moment, they are in a pub and they're trying to work this thing out. They're fighting with themselves and with their own consciences. So will I try and numb the pain or will I try and will I bring it to the Lord? So you try and numb it and it f- might feel great but then afterwards you have the regret and the hangover and the, the shame and the embarrassment and the stories and the vomit and all those kind of things. Okay, there's all of that. So in the moment you might have a good day or a bad day but you, it, uh, it's actually hard to tell the difference because often the Lord works in the storm. The Lord works in the storm. The Lord works through the illness. The Lord works through the failure. Maybe even the Lord works through your sin because it causes us to come back to him and trust in his mercy. So we'll have good days and we'll have bad days, but the, the, the days your investments go really well and you suddenly become a multimillionaire is probably not the best day of your life or anything close to it because now you just have a load more problems. Now your kids could be kidnapped at any point. Because you're a millionaire. So you can't just go to the public school, like. Do you know, who knows? Or now you, you, know, you buy a house in Tahiti. Is that a good thing? I don't know. Somewhere nice. And, uh, but now you have to go pay someone to take care of that. And all. It's just more problems, like. 
So the day you think is the best day of your life, maybe it wasn't even close to it. And maybe the day something, something failed, or someone failed you, or something went wrong, or some diagnosis was made, might have actually been, from the heavenly perspective, from the, heaven, from the perspective of eternity, might have actually been the turning point in your life that got your butt and your family into heaven. It might have been that moment, that, 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 that time you were told, you've got six months to live. Maybe that was the shake-up. Maybe, you know, you're, you're, you're drinking an awful lot and you have an accident. You realise, I actually have to get my life together or this could all go horribly wrong. And maybe it's, it's those moments which doesn't feel good at all. It might feel like the worst day of your life could actually be the turning point that brings you back to heaven. We'll have good days and we'll have bad days, but often we won't actually be able to tell the difference. Sometimes the, 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 the things, the days that look good gave us, satisfied some desires or some appetites that we have, but weren't actually good days at all. And at times other days then that were tough and that were hard brought us closer to the Lord in a way that no health, no wealth ever would have. It's like uh, what, what Paul writes in, in, in Romans 5. We glory in tribulations, knowing that tribulation produces perseverance, and perseverance, character, and character, hope. I'd love to remember that line. I, I can never remember, remember that line off by heart, but uh, I always have to look it up. We also glory in tribulations, knowing that tribulations produce perseverance. Okay, tribulations produce perseverance. Okay, you've got difficulty, some sort of adversity, adverse difficulty, and... Uh, and so you have to struggle on through it. It produces perseverance. Okay, so tribulation produces perseverance. Perseverance produces character. Someone who's got a bit of perseverance and a bit of backbone and knows how to keep going. They're, they're a person of character. A person who, you know, they step outside and, what do you mean I have to work today? It's raining. I might get my little feet wet. Do you know, okay, grand, yeah, yeah, good, 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 good. Yeah, you take care of yourself on the couch. That'd be fine. No character, like, just, okay. And then character produces hope because when you've got a bit of fight in you you've got a bit of grit you're not going to give up every time something goes wrong every time someone looks at you crossways every time there's some sort of a failure so you have hope you have hope this, this, this character that strengthens you produces hope like you know, there'll be better days the Lord has blessed me so far he will continue to bless me you don't just kind of give up as soon as there's a problem the tribulation produces perseverance perseverance produces character and character produces hope so it means that in every day there's, there are blessings, but the blessings don't necessarily come in lovely little packages with ribbons and sparkles and sprinkles and what are they called? Tinsel and uh, all those jokes. That's not necessarily the way that the Lord's gifts come. They might come in a mouldy box that's been sitting outside in the rain for a week <laughs> and might be the biggest blessing of the month you never know and that's why we must walk by faith and not by sight because our sight deceives us what looks good what looks great might not be a blessing at all and what actually is difficult and challenging might be the greatest blessing but only eyes of faith will see that 
Because at the time, in the middle of the storm, you mightn't be able to... It's, it's dark, it's, it's, there's waves crashing over the side. Like, there's this confusion, there's fear. And there's like, what do we do? Do we roll with the wind, against the wind? Do we try and get out? Where's the near... Like, you're trying to orient yourself in the storm. It's not easy. And it's anything and everything is risky. So what on earth... What's, what's the right thing to do? Not always easy to know. And so we walk by faith. Not by sight. The Lord will teach us in the storm. So Lord, we ask you today to help us to see our daily experiences with lives of with eyes of faith. And the things that are, Lord that really challenged us, the things that really uh, humbled us, or I was talking to someone recently about having a child and the first couple of months were just absolutely exhausting kind of torturously exhausting but it just produces such love in people to push through that you know that that kind of that kind of difficulty producing character perseverance character and hope so we ask for your blessing on each one of us especially anybody who might be in a, a time of darkness or a time of struggle at the moment a time when maybe the the storm seems to be so overwhelming that they don't know what to do and don't know where to find you in it. Lord, bless us and bless them. Grant us a renewed faith, a renewed hope, a renewed perseverance, and a renewed character. Amen.